Well, we're here inside uh, the press box at uh, Kinnick Stadium for the clash of the of the high school football, the uh, Liberty and City High. I'm sitting here with, uh, introduce yourself. Mitch Fick uh, from KJN and Cedar Rapids. And, and uh, tell me a little bit about uh, your, your your channel's coverage of this game, what you're doing here. Well, I'm 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 covering history, and, and what a what a wild thing to be covering on a Friday night to start the 2022 season. Uh, I've started 12 years ago in this in this market in this business uh, after graduating from the University of Iowa, covering high school football, and you know I've been all over Eastern Iowa, been in the Unidome for state title games. But uh, you know, I'll be honest, I never thought I'd, I'd be in Kinnick Stadium covering any sort of high school football game. So even just looking down now and seeing uh, City High and Liberty's JV squads going at it and getting ready for for uh, the varsity squads it's uh not quite pinch myself uh territory but boy it's 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 pretty cool to see uh these, yep. these young kids get an opportunity and uh and an experience like this well every boy second grader fifth grader seventh grader dreams at night of coming down that tunnel and walking uh, out onto that field and for these young kids a miracle's coming true tonight isn't it it really is. And, you know, talking with uh, Coach Mitch Moore and Coach James Harris at City High and Liberty, uh, respectively, just in the last you know hour and a half or so, both of them said they are as excited they are, you know, to just get the season underway, both in year two in their respective programs. They both were very adamant about how excited they are for these kids to have these opportunities. Like you said, 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, 18-year-old kids, you know, they're hoping one day when they get into college that they can – they can come down that tunnel and, and play on the same turf as, as the guys they root for on Saturday. But to be able to do that on a Friday night in front of thousands of fans, getting to do the wave at the end of the first quarter and, and getting to feel like college football players, Division One Iowa Hawkeyes, even just for a night, I, I can't fathom how, how special that's going to be for them for the rest of their lives. Well, I did some research, and uh, in 1975, mm-hmm. uh, the Pekin Panthers <laughs> played uh, – against Hudson in the state championship game here. They, that year, uh, 2A and 4A was here, mm-hmm. and 1A and uh, 3A was uh, over at uh, Ames mm-hmm. for, uh, at, at the Cyclone Stadium. And uh, this gentleman, he went on to play, uh, his name was Mark uh, Hendrickson, mm-hmm. and he went on to play for you and I for four years, and he went on to be assistant coach for Hayden Fry and then was at Georgia Tech when they won a national championship. Yeah. But he described... The feeling. He says it's like your feet don't even touch the ground. It's, it's like your head's above your helmet. I mean, it is it is a surreal feeling. Uh, and uh, it's like it's everybody's dream, but uh, 50 short years, just almost 50 short years later, uh, some teams are getting a chance to do it again. Yeah, and uh, I, I know logistically it's got to be crazy to try to pull off, but, boy, it feels like we're overdue, right, to, to have an opportunity like this. And, uh, again, great storylines. Liberty, you know, just – still finding their feet as a program. And, and James Harris is a guy who can, can definitely get them in the right direction with what he did at Washington for a number of years now in year two. And they really ended strong last year. City high is city high. You know, the, the dominance they had under Dan Sabres for so many years. Now you bring in a guy like Mitch Moore who just like that gets the program back to where they want to be. Not totally. They want to they want to be at the top of the heap uh, at the end of the day in the Unidome. But, boy, to get them back to where they were and to bring some key guys back, Ben Keeter, who, you know, the wild thing to think, this is the second biggest stage he's been on this month. The guy wins a U-20 uh, wrestling world championship, and now he gets to play on the field that he's going to play on in college, too. So just uh, so many cool storylines to follow. 
all. And just, again, when you boil down to it, it's just neat. It's so cool to see high school teams come in here, the fans, the, the Friday night pomp and circumstance. Just what an opportunity, what an experience for everybody. Heck, as a member of the media, I'm, I'm excited to be being here. And I've been in the stadium uh, quite a few times, but this is something special to me. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm 55 years old, and I'm <laughs> Iowa to the bone. Other than the time I spent in the Army, I've always lived in Iowa, and I've never been to Kinnick Stadium. Wow. And to come up here and sit in the press box, is, uh, I've got the butterflies and the jitters somewhat similar to the players, I think. I, I don't doubt it. Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that this is a – your first experience because this is a, a special one you know sometimes you know i honestly couldn't even tell you off the top of my head my first game at iowa but i know for a fact you're going to remember this for the rest of your life so what a cool opportunity and hopefully you get a chance to come back here on a saturday sometime too so tell me a little bit about uh, this game what, what do you know about the game and uh, what do you expect boy it's cliche but i and, and they're both oh and oh to start the season but maybe throughout the record books this is not the same liberty team that city high shut out last year you know talking to coach harris before the game this was a liberty team that was on five last year and, and probably had more than a few gut check moments uh leading up to that point of how do you want to finish this season um and how do you want to leave your legacy for the for the next generation here at liberty and they finished three and six you know to start on five and, and win three of your last four that's uh that's toughness that's fortitude and that's something that they can hopefully build on here in, in james harris's second year and then again uh city high is going to be city high now boy they, they flipped the switch again under mitch moore you got you know quentin tran and uh and uh, larson uh at, at quarterback and they've uh found a pretty nice uh dual system there uh Got Ronnie Major going to be uh, your new tailback after after some graduations, and it sounds like there's just uh, there's weapons there. Like I said, Ben Keeter, uh, future Hawkeye, both on the field and on the mat, just a, a super super cool thing to see to start the season. You don't usually have that many uh, branches of storylines to to enter a year, let alone being playing in a Division One uh, stadium. So, just going to be a super cool night. And like I said, just excited to be here in a picture perfect night too, not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, we were. Uh... We were very aware of, of Coach Harris when he was with the Washington mm -hmm. Demons. Yeah. You know, we he had some really good teams yes, there, ran a really good program there. Last year they got off yeah. to a, a pretty tough start, but they faced a 7-0 Fort Madison team and uh, dumped them. Yeah. You know, and then kind of start a little win streak, start turning things around. So they are capable of beating a, an, an excellent team and uh, haven't lost any games yet. Uh, pretty tough assignment at the beginning of, uh, of the season, but uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, a lot of firepower on this Iowa City uh, height. Yeah, which, I mean, that's, uh, if there's a tradition they got over there, it's there's there's always a playmaker on that side that's either speed or strength or more often than not a little bit of both. So it's 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 going to be a fun game, you know, a tall task for Liberty. But again, it, it's everybody's nothing, nothing here. It's week one. You know, all the cliches are true because you're starting something new and it, it's going to be a lot of fun. So tell me about uh, tell me about your your, your channel two uh, called the call letters and how we can follow sports through you and uh, your, your sure your yeah channel. so I'm at KGANR uh, official uh, tag now I guess uh, uh, online and whatnot is Iowa's News now so if you follow that on Facebook Twitter Instagram uh, I've got an interview on on our Twitter page already with Coach Moore earlier today I think our uh, our there's a touchdown for City High way to go. Um, <laughs> Uh, one with Coach Harris should also be on our, our website, iowasnewsnow.com. So, yeah, um, it, really cool opportunity for us. We've got our, our weekly Friday night high school football 
uh, show that goes on at 11 o'clock over on Fox 28. We do CBS and Fox. So that's the Eastern Iowa OT. So we'll have plenty of coverage from here and, and all across Eastern Iowa tonight and the rest of the, the high school season. That's always a, a great project to work on with uh, Jet Beach and Owen Sebring, Mike Howell's uh, the executive producer on that. And a lot of different guys behind the camera and uh, behind the scenes uh, making that work. Well, thanks for stopping by a, a little bit. Uh, we're, I'm as excited as you are. <laughs> uh, you, I can see it in your eyes. You're you're ready to go. It's a week one of high school football. is always special, like I said, to be in Kinnick and covering these teams and uh, sharing this moment with these kids is uh, a pretty cool thing. So I'm glad you're here, too, getting to experience that. All right. Well, welcome back to Kinnick Stadium. It's Jefferson County Real Estate of Fairfield, Iowa presents – High school football at Kinnick Stadium, and we've got Scotty Melvin. Hello, everybody from beautiful Kinnick Stadium. Well, what do you think? What's it like being up here in the press box? Um, I've been at the uh, the, oh, the suite down below where we're at before, and it's a great view. Um, we're way up there. You can see all the action. Um, it's a little different view than the typical uh, Friday night light scene that I'm used to. Well, uh, what I mean, uh, the place I don't know, there's there, you know, the, the, the fans are sitting right kind of in front of us, mm -hmm. and there's thousands of them. I mean, uh, uh, the whole that whole section in, on the on one side of the stadium is clear full, isn't it? Yeah, you got the Liberty fans on the north uh, side, uh, under the press box here, City High fans on the south end of that. We're all on the same side, it's pretty packed down there. Everything else, you know, virtually open except where the bands are in the end zones here, but um. It's a big stadium, perfect uh, Friday evening for a, what hopefully will be a great matchup, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Well, you, you, you've looked into these teams. Uh, tell us, tell us what, uh, what who are you looking at in this game? Uh, there are several players that are going to be fun to watch. Uh, uh, Matt Meek told you all about some of them, guys I didn't know about myself, because we generally don't cover this far north, but. You know, number 32 for City High, Ben Keeter. That's who I'm here to see in person. I want to. I, I like to see kids that are going on to do big things in college at the high school level where it all started. And this is uh, something I've kind of chased over the years uh, since I was young. Anytime somebody special comes through, I make sure I get out and see them at least once uh, on the high school level before they move on to the, the bigger, better, greener pastures. And tonight is uh, another one of those nights. Well, uh, it's not just opening night here, and it's not just everybody's not here making magic at the Field of Dreams here. Right, right. Uh, so tell us some of the other matchups that are going on in Southeast Iowa that you're paying particular attention to. If I wasn't here, I'd be one of two places tonight. Uh, I think the best matchup in our section of the state tonight, in my opinion, uh, that holds the most intrigue for me is that Sigourney Kyoto versus Durant game because those two teams matched up twice last year. And uh, – They've got a lot different look, especially for the Cobras this year coming into uh, this this fall. But uh, Nolan DeLong's back for Durant. I want to see if this year's version of the Cobras can handle him as well as they did a year ago, especially in that playoff game that they won handily. Um, and other than that, I, I would probably be 10 minutes away from where I'm staying right now and be at a uh, little, little Roth Field there in Wayland, Iowa to watch the Waco Warriors. Um, just because they're so good, I hate missing – any game that they play. Yeah, they got a good tough game with Springdale or Springville. But uh, I tell you what, there, there's uh, three games in particular that uh, I'm going to be paying attention to tonight that I think are pretty decent matchups. Uh, I like the Mid Prairie yeah. uh, at uh, with at Burlington Notre Dame. Yep. The, that uh, 
Burlington Notre Dame, every every single person, including you, that I talked to, uh, says that they're they're stepping forward. Yeah. Mid Prairie's got a lot a lot to answer, uh, a lot of seniors to replace, so we don't know exactly how they're going to be. Although we know Coach Cavanaugh will have them uh, going. Uh, another game that, that I'm going to be paying particular attention to is uh, Mount Pleasant at Fairfield. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, that's a big game for both teams. One of those two teams is going to get their season off to a to a right start, but I would say by far the the biggest game in our area would be Winfield uh, Mount Union at yep. Moravia. I think yeah. that is uh, those are two teams that played week zero, two teams that won big in week zero. Uh, uh, you know, Moravia was able to pass like uh, a lot for a lot of yards. They got a good connection there. Their quarterback and receivers work well together. That's going to be a big, uh, big challenge for uh, Winfield Mount Union, to be honest with you, especially on the road. What, what are your thoughts on that game? Okay, so let's back up a year, and I know things change a lot in a year, but uh, this is a team that Winfield Mount Union scored 84 points on a year ago. I believe the final was 84 to 34, week one last year. So we know we've seen Winfield in person. They've taken a huge step forward, um, and we knew it was coming with the level of talent they have, the size that they have. Uh, Moravia is obviously taking a big step forward, or has New London taken a little step back? I don't know. Uh, I didn't see it in person. You listened to more of it than I did. So. Well, it didn't seem like to me uh, they were they, they certainly sorely missed uh, uh, sure. Porter yeah. boy Blaze yeah. Porter, but uh, Bowden Pickle uh, played great. He's uh, great. Yeah. Their quarterback, I can't quite remember Lopez. Lopez I think his yeah. name is. He he played great. Uh, uh, I just it was just you know there was a lot of a lot of passing yards and, and they really threw deep and they threw deep they went deep and they went often and uh, the receivers really had big games and uh, it was a little bit more uh, New London played a, a very fantastic game. Now there's there's another game that's really not in our area but it's it's uh, involves a couple teams we've already seen and it's uh, Southeast Warren against Audubon. Yeah. Uh, um, what are your thoughts on that game? Audubon's in a big rebuild right now uh, I, I think they'll probably look a lot better this week than they did a week ago some and they didn't do a lot of things necessarily wrong they just ran into a team that was you know let's face it Winfield's got an extremely potent offense and they're probably going to put up 60 plus a lot this year um, but Audubon you know they're they're, um, they're breaking a lot of new faces Southeast Warren to me out of these two teams looked a lot more polished they just also ran into an opponent that was better than they were i mean simply put um, well i have so to say audubon, to, audubon I, I mean uh, not audubon but uh, southeast warren i thought played better yeah that's what i'm thinking i think they executed better they seemed more smooth in their uh, executing their offense i thought their defense did all right uh yeah went, uh, waco put up the 42 points but um they just look more polished like a more mature team uh that's been playing together longer whereas audubon's gonna be audubon's just a bunch of new in. kids they you know are, i mean they, they lost uh Six offensive players and five defensive players, and yep. uh, uh, you know, yet they uh, they were beaten Winfield Mount Union at halftime. So they've got uh, some athletes. Um, they did look like they wore down a little bit. In yeah, uh, that's going to be a problem uh, if Winfield stays healthy. I know they have, you know, a lot of folks pointed out they've got kind of a, a short depth, you know, on the bench. But if they're healthy, they the size of the kids they have and the athletic ability and the way they chiseled their way down the field right out of the halftime break there really set the tone in that second half. And, and Audubon never recovered. And I think Southeast Warren's going to do a lot of that to them tonight. Um, and they did it to Waco uh, three times. 
maybe four. They did have that one drive that ended because they fumbled on, on the snap and, and got themselves uh, into a hole. But uh, I expect Southeast Warren to take that game tonight. I think Audubon's going to take a couple on the chin, but they're going to keep getting better. And uh, they're probably going to make the playoffs again like they do most every year. Well, again, this is just a magical night. The excitement is palpable. Uh, you were down in the stands a little bit ago. I had to hunt you down because we didn't get you press pass and they kicked <laughs> you out of, of the uh, the press box. But uh, we got that squared away. Yep, yep. What's, the, what's the energy like down there? Um, it reminds me of any typical Friday night lights game. I got, I'm sitting around with a lot of parents, kids, you know, uh, kids that uh, go to the school systems here that are playing tonight. And uh, it's just a lot bigger stage, I think, than certainly I've ever seen a high school game played on. Well, outside of some state title games, as growing up in Illinois, we went to Champaign quite a bit for that. But it's real similar to it. Well, uh, is it you got any other thoughts on this game or any of the other games that are going on tonight? Well, I'm going to stick by my prediction. I think City Hawks will take the varsity game. But I'll tell you what, their uh, Liberty JV looks really good tonight. They've got a real good running back. Uh, and that's the fun thing about coming to these bigger schools JV games. When you go back to our corner of the state, these guys down here, they, they look and the JV level is as big and bad as some of the varsity teams look down where we are watching most every Friday night. That's always interesting to see. Well, uh, I was up talking to Steve Pilchin yesterday, and he gave me his picks. We didn't get a mm. chance to get him recorded down. Uh, just to let you know, uh, he he he's uh, uh, agrees with you, except for he's taking Mount Pleasant over Fairfield, yep. and he's taking Central Lee against Van Buren. Central Lee's a huge unknown, and I I said what I said on the on the uh, our episode there, but uh, you know uh, it's hard to say what they'll bring to the table tonight. But we do know Van Buren's pretty good. I mean they they're on the rise. Well, uh, we are uh, a few minutes away from the start of this game now. It looks like there's a JV or a freshman game or something going on. Right JV now. game, and right now we're uh, we're late in it. Uh, fourth quarter, Liberty's winning forty to six. Forty to six looks like uh, Liberty's winning. Yeah. Well, there's uh that's a surprise. Uh well maybe well what what, what do you think of James uh, Harris's Liberty team? I know they're uh, uh the underdogs today. Uh, uh but do you think there are some things uh, that they can uh, do tonight? Yeah, I don't you know like uh, Matt was saying earlier on the podcast. I think if uh they can play some good defense and get their offense rolling, they've got a shot of staying in this game and making it closer than I think it's going to be. Um, it's going to be tough, and and that's no knock on on Liberty or or James Harris as a coach because we know he's great. Um, I got to see his Washington teams firsthand a lot in the last several years, and they're they're on the rise also. And I think when they get into their district play, they're going to be a real a real tough out. So uh, I wouldn't worry about their season based on what happens tonight. Well, wherever you're at tonight, it's magical. It's opening day across the state of Iowa. People are filling the stands up. I mean, we just got the JV game going. It looks like five, 6,000 people. Yeah. I know they'd sold over 4,000, and they're working on 5,000, but it does look like it could be six or even even bigger, do you think? I think so, and and the fact that they opened up uh, uh, cash sales for tickets coming in probably didn't hurt a bit either. Well, yeah, I would imagine that. That would be a big uh, uh, 
you know, just not everybody has credit cards and, and stuff like that. And it's always so yeah. easy to pay with cash. And You know, some folks don't want to hassle with the uh, the Internet and having to put it, put it on their phone and all that the stuff that you have to do. It's not that hard, but if it's not something you're used to, you know, there's an older generation that's going to fight against that. And, well, there uh, are uh, the bands are on, opposing bands are on each side of the field. Uh Tell me about what do you think these kids are feeling? What, what are, what's going through their minds uh, as this game, uh, uh, as they in the locker room, coming out through the tunnel onto the field? Uh, uh, it's got to be a dream come true, isn't it? I, I can't probably put it any better than Coach Hendrickson did uh, the other day when you talked to him about that 1975 state championship that he played here for Peak. And you know those kids are feeling nothing but air under their feet. You know, this is like, uh, for a lot of them, this is the only time this is ever going to happen. And well, I, uh, it's pretty special. What about playing in front of this many people? High school kids just don't play in front of big crowds like this. Do you think that will have uh, some effect on the game? It could. Um, I think uh, when we were talking to the varsity kids, they're, you know, varsity level, a lot at stake. I think they'll block all that out. There may be some early game jitters and stuff. Uh, we'll see. Plus, it's first game of the season, and we saw some of some of that already at, at a much smaller venue a week ago. Um, so you might see some uncharacteristic penalties and things like that. But uh, largely, I think they're down there trying to win a game, and uh, they'll block all that other stuff out. Well, this has been the pregame uh, uh, brought to you by Jefferson County Realty. They stepped up to help us uh, get some extra coverage of this, this game today. And uh, – Thanks for being with us, and thank you for the pregame, Scott. Yeah, we'll talk again.